actually getting into something. In human terms, to be possessed of the kind of insights which allow an imaginative adventure into someone else's being. Sympathy is much more simple than empathy. Sympathy means only feeling along with someone. Some animals display traits that might be thought sympathetic. But empathy belongs to a higher order of being. All of this might make charm seem effortless. But the aspects of charm which may be consciously learned rather than accidentally or coincidentally acquired require some special understanding. It's the attempt to understand what is accident and what is design that makes the study, not to mention the practice, of charm so very, very interesting. The idea of charm applies to places and things as well as to people. Because charm exists in animate beings as well as in inanimate objects, it's more influential and more complex than, say, humour or ecstasy. It is, for example, possible to talk of a charming house, but not of an ecstatic one. And while there are many examples of ludicrous houses, they are not actually very funny. Follow this line of argument and it soon becomes clear that charm is a commodity of exceptional importance. So why then is it so little understood? This question of accident or design is fundamental. Think first about the character of something manufactured. True, we rarely find over-designed objects charming, and in products and buildings we tend to prefer the whimsical to the overwrought. A salt-water, corroded beer bottle has more charm than an elaborate baroque baldacchino in a cathedral, well, at least in my view. A battered leather club chair has more charm than the latest plastic extrusion from designer Philippe Stark. Distorting the Ordinary When you detect charm in places and things, it often has a, a substantial, coincidental or accidental component. A tumble-down Varrois shepherd's cabinet, for example, is surely more charming if less impressive than the overbearing central China television building in Beijing with its effortful and vertiginous look-at-me talked posturing. The shepherd's cabinet has been shaped by time and the weather. Another example. Mad King Ludwig's Neuschwanstein, the pompous and kitsch Bavarian schloss that inspired a Walt Disney bad dream, certainly impresses, but surely no one could find in its demented turrets and spooky crockets even the slightest residue of delightful charm. Meanwhile, a Regency hunting box in Hampshire, in faded brick, with amusing OG details in a forest, hits the charm reflex immediately. What the 18th century theorists of landscape declared to be picturesque is what we today call charming. These theorists were much influenced by the early landscapes of Claude Lorraine, dreamy fictions of the Roman Campania as seen by an itinerant French painter. So much so that picturesque enthusiasts used to carry with them something called a Claude glass. This was a distorting optical glass that turned a modern green English valley into something which looked like antique Italy. Charm distorts the ordinary in exactly the same way. In people, the cultural evidence suggests that seven-tenths of charm is often a highly self-conscious, if imperfectly understood, stratagem. Certainly, there are those fortunate people who have congenital charm, or at least are born with a generous measure of its attributes. 
but there are rather more people, I believe, who find that a small natural endowment of goodness might readily be parlayed into better and more competitive social technique by deciding to become charming. So how does this process of becoming charming work? Let's first consider our own personal residue of charm. So as we look in the mirror, with a glum recognition of terrible personal disappointments in genetic inheritance plus failures in grooming and character, what are the next steps towards becoming a more attractive person? We're talking about an attitude, a way of being, an interaction, a line of patter. These things that are lubricants, of fuels, salves. Charm will give you a presence that others find attractive. The Whiff of Eros Additionally, and very likely, charm will also deliver a slight but insistent whiff of erotic possibilities. With charm, you can create good situations.